Hey everyone, this is Austin Schur here with We Write About Music, and I am back once again with the man Wildcat Hawkins. He has a brand new record out. It is called Emerald Vision. Obviously, I'm super excited to talk to him about it, but there's so much more we need to discuss. How have you been? What's going on? I've been pretty good, Austin. It's uh, Things are always kind of up and down in my world. Sure. Just because of uh, my moods can be really up and down, but it feeds into my creativity. So I, I tried to take the energy I had and put it into this music, I'd say. Dude, I mean, I can tell. Obviously, I know we want to get a life update, but first I want to talk about this record. Obviously, I've had the pleasure of listening to it. And I th I know I've said this before on your other records, how, oh, this one sounds different. This one has different moods and emotions. This one is truly different in the realm of instrumentation, maybe for the first time. And I could be wrong here. We've got a really rugged and raw acoustic guitar on the opener that fully sets the mood for the record. And I kind of want to hear from you. What was the thought process behind that? Because it fits so perfectly. So you picked up on it then, because oh, yeah. I put it, that's why I put, uh, this is a song called Same Drugs. It's just, it's just supposed to be my thoughts about, uh, I've told you before, and I opened up about the living the life of a washed up county, basically, how it seems to me like we, we take everything and we just, we gamble it too much on a relationship is the big one that is a big sunken cost sometimes, that's I find, but but it's partying, you see, we, we call it partying. But uh, it's funny that the same drugs that we, we think of as partying is being used by that junkie under that bridge, you see. And I see these these people like me that come from the, the town I came from and other people, how I'm one of the ones that's still alive. And I'm I'm grateful for that. That's what amazing. I want to say about it. What was the choice behind the instrumentation? Because throughout the record, obviously, you know, there's guitar and it goes back to your piano roots as well. But even like your vocals sound more passionate than other records. Like you really hit some high highs here. How did you go about forming sort of the composition of everything? When you talk about the first song having a rugged sound, the thing about that is um, with acoustic guitars, then you find this, which is why I'm introducing the label grunge a little bit into oh, this sound. Totally. Um, what you find with some artists that have a lot of emotion and passion to them, such as Charlie Parr or Tom York or someone, uh, sometimes the strings buzz some a little bit when they play, but uh, my God, it doesn't sound bad to me. No, not at all. It's actually kind of funny that you say, you know, there's like an allusion to Tom York here because I feel it in the vocals, especially on the more stripped back songs that are just you and a piano. Like, it's kind of what instantly reminded me of that is like, sometimes you don't need all the extra stuff in the background to really grab someone's attention. All of your music seems to really focus on the lyricism and the stripped back minimalistic nature of the music. And I think obviously you've done a great job here, but at the same time, it still feels different than past records. Did you have any sort of inspiration behind making this one? Well, the thing about these acoustic songs is that people that have seen me play live shows have seen this type of sound, but it wasn't really present on my Spotify. Okay. So I wanted to just show that to the people. And uh, the, the thing about some acoustic sounds and people such as Jimmy Page and John Frusciante, um, 
will sometimes be breaking some rules of music. And one thing that Rick Bieto is a guy that's been talking about this subject, and I'm very glad Rick has been talking about this, but what Rick will tell you is that playing somewhat off of the metronome, if it's done by a person that is doing it right, can sound better than being on the metronome at times. So oh, that's I what I'm introducing agree. with my music, basically, I'd say. I love that, man. Yeah, obviously, like, the more music you put out, the more you learn from your experiences. You like some things from past songs and past albums. And then you go into new records and you say, well, I want to take those, you know, those little pieces of knowledge that I learned and put them into the new record. And it kind of feels like you've done that here, which is really great. Well, like as far as like liveliness is what gets introduced into music when that metronome is taken away. There's a liveliness to it. So um, I think that I, my music's been critiqued before. My song called Teenagers was a song from Rough Diamond that received a critique and someone said, oh, it's like it's not locked on to the, it's not latched down in the beat. And what I was saying was, well, this, is, this isn't Square Pusher and this isn't Radiohead and this isn't what you're thinking and maybe it should sure. be. My friend Peter Fippen said that there was a subgenre he called space music. But it's kind of like Keith Jarrett is is introducing some freedom into the time with music creates a really trippy effect, I would say. Totally. So for me, I was eating some psilocybin mushrooms and I finished up the album uh, after I'd eaten some. And I just oh, yeah. what I found was was that, yeah, that, that's not typical for me by any means. But what I found was I, I placed the magic ahead of the music in this case. And then we had an uh, ability to create an elixir in that way. Because Absolutely. when the rules are being broken, and it, by all reason, it doesn't seem like it should be sounding good, yet it does. I'm thinking that has to be God if it sounds good anyway. And that was the way of grunge, I think. Totally. And I also think, you know, to a point that you just made, when you take the metronome away from things, it kind of adds in the ability to create more improv. So much of your music is based on improv. It's one take, you know, songs that... For a normal person, they could take them a month at a time to make one song, yet it sort of flows through your fingers and your body where you make this music. Was this record another example of improv? Sacred Tablet came real quick. I think that was first try. I pulled up my pizzicato string sound on my Roland synth. And what okay. I do is I just put my cell phone down next to the little speaker in that Roland synth. So this is the lo-fi type of style and how I'm recording this. Nice. It's just coming out of the speaker from the from the Go Keys synth. And it was just first first shot. I was just really in the mood and I just took a shot at it and recorded it. Totally. I fully understand that because I think your music really benefits from not having a polished production. You know what I mean? It adds to that raw and rugged sound, which I love so much. And I, you know, we we've sort of discussed this in the past, but I think a more polished sound kind of takes away from the messaging of everything. If you have listeners focused on certain aspects of the song and the album, it takes away from just everything else. The more distractors you have, I think the worse in the situation. For some artists, it works. Obviously, they want to have, you know, like the razzle-dazzle of it all. But in your specific music, it works best because it just feels like it's coming from the heart and it's coming from you as a person and an artist. So do you ever see yourself potentially changing that up for maybe something more polished or not? Well, I'm glad you introduced the topic because the way I look at this is it's sort of like 
once you get kind of cranking in the music industry, what you realize is that eventually it does become, let's sit down at the drawing board. And I don't take myself too seriously, guys. I, I'm ready to sit down and talk to Kelly Clarkson or whoever the hell and just, hey, we're here to have the fun, come to the party, you know. So, so, so what it becomes is what can we put together for the people? You know, and I, I love the people. That's the thing. And, I, and I've tried to convey that to you guys. And I really mean this. So what I'd like to do is create different versions also, like Four Leaf Clover, for instance. This was a highly alchemical version of Four Leaf Clover, where I said, what if I did place the magic ahead of the music? Kind of like what I did with Multiple Rabbits, Multiple Hats. And a lot of, you know, so-called rules are, yes, indeed, being uh, broken. Okay. Uh, with with gusto when it comes to the sound. So what if I try to line it up to a metronome? We could try that next time. We could triple track the guitars and bring in. I've got harmony vocal ideas, so that's going to happen. There totally. will be a more, uh, you know, a big time anthem version of Four Leaf Clover will come out with a million yeah. tracks, and I'll probably be the producer. I'm guessing, but might team with some people. We'll see. I'm really looking forward to that. I think you know, not necessarily that everything you put out as a concept record. But I know that there's always a story. There's always like an incident or a thing that happened beforehand that kind of sparks the creation of it. So to hear something overly produced and kind of like on that drawing board, like sounds really exciting for me because it's just another part of your musical adventure. That's the thing. I, I uh, People have said that I have a good sound when I'm doing the producing. Uh, right. But but what what it comes down to is different producers will will zone in on different things, you know. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think that I'm the best at all kinds of facets of music, and I'd like to try teaming with somebody cool someday, like I don't like Phineas or somebody yeah. that's good at some type of mixing. Could maybe I would team with someone I don't know, but but I'm good at producing, I think, and uh, I've got my ideas at least. I'm somewhat good at it. Ryan Adams is very good at recording, I think. I'd like to maybe oh, yeah. talk to somebody sometime and work with somebody i don't know but absolutely happen. um are there any songs on this record that you feel stand out lyrically ones that maybe hit home the most in terms of what you're saying uh spiritual man definitely so okay. spiritual man is just getting back to just my feelings about purity culture is that uh it amazes me how often you find that as soon as you find out somebody is the pastor or the preacher that they're the ones having the affairs and it's just or the guru or or whatever right. it's so amazing how universal this is right so it, it's something that i wanted to introduce and because i'm the one that was introducing a, a form of alchemy where i came right out and told people i think you should be careful when it comes to getting into relationships you shouldn't and i think that there's always some value to be had in uh uh, turning off the faucet that's that's for men we would think of it this way but uh getting a kundalini uh type of rising within my body and to exercise some type of chastity and to face the light in this kind of way is something that I find major league value in because I know what happens when I turn that faucet off. Something really special can happen. Uh, so what I want to tell people is the following, is that there's no judgment here. When you come and you hang and you party with me and you, if you meet somebody at the concert and you hook up with them later that night, there's no judgment whatsoever because I, I, don't, uh, I don't like the way that that feels is the thing. But no, me, the way yeah. that I am, I'm looking for something spiritual uh, in my love life is what I've said, and I maintain this. But I want to I wanna tell the people who are out there that may be struggling with the pressures around them that, uh, you know, the left hand is some type of mischief is the thing. Sure. That's the thing about it. And uh, 
that I don't think that you should feel bad about yourself. And I think we should take a step back and take a look at some of these prophets and gurus and preachers and pastors and realize that there's a major league darkness to this life that uh, is undeniable. And uh, we should try to be careful, careful how we live and try and be good people and face the light is what I'm saying. Totally. And that's the thing that I love about you the most as a person and as a musician, your music translates directly through who you are as a person. You're open, you're honest, you're, you're vulnerable, and it feels like you approach things with logic. And that's, and obviously it translates directly to the things that you're putting out. And, you know, it's almost like your music is your diary. Anyone can kind of get to know you just by listening to the songs and listening to the words. That's the truth, Austin, because it was actually went beyond diary aspect to therapy for me. And sure. I'm seeing a therapist now who is someone from the, the LGBT community. I'm not going to say any more, but sure. someone who I'm seeing as a therapist who is a guy who I think is very cool. And is and I'm, I'm trying to actually talk about everything I feel because what I told the people was that, yes, I had a problem with uh, um, self-destructive tendencies, let's call it. And I became a somewhat of an activist uh, along those lines to yeah. try and get the people to realize that, you know, um, life is challenging and it is kind of like uh, chipping away at the stone. And we want to try to maintain hope. And with this grunge type of vibe that I get into, people were saying this was an authentic grunge. So you'll be the next one. And I don't want to say the trigger alert, but something bad could happen. So, yeah. and I said, let, let what I said, I want to tell the people the following. When you listen to this music, yes, it is a trip. Yes, it is transformative, but what I want you to realize is it could take you and it could twist you a little bit and it could turn you toward the light a little bit, I'm thinking, if you would it's give it true. a try. And I would encourage you to just let it sink in and see if there's something to it, maybe. Nah, man, that's as good as it gets. You always have such wisdom whenever we talk. I'm serious. It's awesome. Is that uh, people are concerned in the day and age that we're in. They see a lot of darkness everywhere. And when it comes to the media, they don't, they don't is that uh, if, if you've got a good intention in your heart, in your mind, and you want good things to come to you, that you'll attract good things in. That's what I'd like to tell the people. Yeah, man. Is I that right it's there? A beautiful message. It's like, I don't know if you caught it before it broke up, but I'm saying that's what I love about you is just the openness and the, and the honesty. And it comes through in everything you make. And, you know, basically I want to know like, what else is going on in your life in terms of inspiration and things and bettering yourself? I know you've sort of talked about it a little bit, but there's always, you know, there's always topics to be brought up with you. Well, there's, I'm, I'm going to start cutting right now. I've been doing some bulking, so yeah. I have succeeded at advancing my look for my modeling. It has progressed somewhat. Uh, my karate skills are not where they should be. My natural talent is kind of, up in the clouds but i need more training i would say okay it's kind of how that how that is sure but uh I, I i need to get back to it and i've got issues where i'm kind of broken down a little bit but uh that's all progressing and i may be planning something to try and assist the palestinian youth okay because nice. because uh what i told the people back in the day was when we came in and i invaded iraq i i told everyone that that would 
the trouble with that was that there was going to be way too many innocent people were going to get hit 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 with bombs and stuff and, and oh, it wow. wasn't going to be good and that was what we saw come to fruition so i know stories and this hits close to home and i knew a sailor that was in that stationed in the indian ocean and what he told me was that there was no morale on that carrier that he was stationed on because they come back and find out that the planes that that, that left from their station you know they they did a tremendous amount of harm to some people that were just not terrorists at all and they didn't know it so we're going through this again and what i want to tell the people is i don't have any support for any hamas of any kind and i never will but i just i may be planning something to try and assist these youth is what i'd like to share with the people i love that man i love that you know you're not always thinking about yourself um before we start to wrap up here i want to know you know is there anything else about this record that you think is special or that you think just people should know before they, you know, click the play button? There are a few things I'd like you to know. Uh, one is that this song, Ghost Note, is an old song that I wrote. And what I would classify it as is a spiritual. That's the genre. The only time I ever created a song that came across like a spiritual, I would say a contemporary one. Yeah. And I dedicate that song to the memory of Brian Prairie, who uh, unfortunately passed away uh, in an accident with a window washing company that I was a part of. Oh, wow. And uh, I saw him a few days before the accident where he fell uh, off the rooftop and he looked me in the eyes and he, he was trying to describe to me what it felt like when his first child was born, which was just sadly just prior to that. And, and we were playing basketball on the court and he was uh, an athlete like me and uh and he looked me in the eye and he said he, he couldn't describe it, how good that felt to bring a life into this world and to use that creative power in that way. And uh, and I just had nothing but love for him. And what we all thought was that Brian was better than any of us and that he was the good one. And uh, I just dedicate that song to his memory is all I want to say about that. That's awesome, man. I mean, obviously, when people listen, I hope they take that into account. And as always, man, like, I, you know, it's just it's really a pleasure to get to talk to you. How many times have we talked at this point? It feels just like a natural conversation more than an interview. I know you're going to have more music coming out soon, so it's it's not going to be too long before we chat again. But before we end here, I obviously I want to plug your music for you and let everyone know. I'm speaking with Wildcat Hawkins. The record is called Emerald Vision, but there's just so much more music out there that opens up a light and sort of like a passage portal way into your world. And I want people to listen because it's just magnificent stuff. It's been so nice to see just the twists and turns and you trying new things and never getting, you know, never, never really doing the same thing twice. It's, it's just, uh, it's really inspirational. Oh, I love chatting with you, Austin. It seems like it's been too long. It's just that I, you know, I, I get busy and wrapped up in projects of mine and you it's going to, I have some, I, I do have, something to talk about it's from the catalog so i have a story to tell from an Please. album that's a few years old and i'll be coming back to talk about lo-fi indie introducing a lo-fi hip-hop producer vibe also that sounds amazing i'm really looking forward to it um whenever that may be it doesn't matter i know that more music is going to be in the works so we're all good on that front um thank you so much again for taking the time man Always a pleasure to talk to you, and I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Yeah, same goes to you, Austin. Love you, and I'll uh, see you guys around. Take care, man. Stay safe out there. Yeah, I'll be sure to. See ya. Bye-bye.